Okay, so we're back. We're back. We, we had an important business meeting to attend. Yes, yes. AKA back. coffee affects the digestive system. Yeah. Um, so it's that's like all. five <laughs> hours later, we're back. Okay, not five hours. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm making a joke, guys. We were talking about relationships, sort of. Yes. We were getting there. And interacting with people of different ages and what yes. we're looking for. I think it's an important topic. It is. Because I think we're both going through different things. Yeah. So... In general, yes. What do we want to talk about in terms of like how we're interacting with people? Well, I'm also like, I don't know your history with relationships. That's the other thing is like Milan and I are still really learning a lot about each other. But mm-hmm. I, so fun fact, I've, I hope he's not listening to this. Uh-huh. I technically dated one guy, okay, like for a minute, but like besides that, like. I don't really take it too seriously. Like, I, it, in the in my head... Why did you say... Can I just... I hope maybe you can cut this out or not explain this if you don't want to. Why did you say I hope he's not listening to this? Because I don't want that to hurt him hearing, like, that I don't take it seriously. It's not that I didn't take it seriously in the moment, but it was so brief that when I look back, I don't even consider it like, oh, I was in a relationship because it was so short-lived. That's fine. I think you explained it. Yeah. I don't think you should be... Yeah. You Whatever. said you were, but you can listen to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> I, I hope you're okay. You're still valued yeah. and a valuable person. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, like no hard feelings at all. Like it was just so short lived. And so besides that, I've literally never been in a relationship. I've had my fair share of, you know, situationships. I've had my fair share of, you know, falling for people and all that but like i've never been in a relationship same okay yeah look at us the closest i did which might sound like a relationship to a lot of people yeah i was talking to someone for about five months i mean that's same thing it's like there's been times where i was like it would have come to that but it was like one guy he was about to go to college and so he would literally was like I would have asked you to be my girlfriend by now, but at this point, it's like, you know, it was one of those like tough situations. But um, I don't know. I, I'm not yeah. rushing. I just feel like it's such a weird thing. Um, I mean, we're probably both going to talk about things that are happening now. I'm sure, mm-hmm. in general terms. Um, but like, I've gone from like the person I talked to for five months. I was very emotionally not ready, mm-hmm. but I wanted to be. And, like, on the third date, he was telling me how he deleted Tinder, and he was asking me what I thought, and what we were, and, like, it was a great conversation, but I told him I wasn't ready, mm-hmm. and I just, I, I was too casual. I ended up pushing him away, which I kind of feel bad about, but I think it ended up being okay. Mm-hmm. Um, like, we still hung out, like, two to three times so a week. what does that look like for you when you say, like, you wanted to be ready, but you weren't? That was at the beginning of... Not the beginning. I guess after COVID became a little easier to manage and I felt comfortable going out. Mm-hmm. Um, he's actually someone that I went on a date with like four years before all this. Okay, okay. Like 2016. Okay. Um, and it was a great date and it kind of freaked me out and I ghosted him. Oh, okay. Um, he, and you guys like Hopefully this doesn't give it away if anyone does somehow listen to this that might go to Lifetime or not. Um, he's all... Oh, that really <laughs> might give it away. <laughs> um, he's also a friend. He's a family. He's the family of a friend. So I've also seen him in other situations oh, okay, okay. between this. Um, and I just felt bad because I did fully ghost him. I did. 
uh, we didn't do anything when we went out and we like went on a date and then we like literally just like kissed a little and cuddled and then the next day I just left and I ghosted him so after COVID I was going through and like fixing like myself emotionally and I just happened to see him on a dating app and I messaged him and I was mm-hmm. like hey like sorry like I just kind of ghosted you yeah. I feel really bad we ended up hanging out the next day mm-hmm. um and he's like why did you message me and I said you know I just I I felt bad I wasn't you know ready to talk to anybody and mm-hmm. I kind of didn't explain anything and I I saw you and it was one of the few dates at that time that I actually felt was a good date. Like, yeah. a lot, I've had a lot of bad experiences. And I was like, and I just felt like you deserved the respect when I saw you and I had the chance to. I might as well say it. Mm-hmm. And then we talked for five months. We saw each other two to three times a week. It was fine. I told him I wasn't ready. And I just kept, sometimes I would purposely keep things casual because I just felt like I didn't know how to have certain conversations. And I didn't want to feel selfish. So I wanted it to be kind of like what we were saying earlier. I, give, I try to give people space. And I hope they'll say something, which isn't always the best yeah. route. And then we went on a camping trip. It was great. It was wonderful. Okay. And after this camping trip, like five months in, I was like, I didn't want to ruin the trip. And I think he was expecting me to say something on the trip. Mm-hmm. And I didn't. I wanted to then hang out one one time after and be like, that was really nice. Like, what are we? Like, I was ready to have that conversation at this point, which took me a while. Took me a while. Yeah. Uh, and then he didn't talk to me for a month. And then I messaged him after exactly a month. I made sure it was a month. And I was like, hey, don't know what this was, but like, this is not going to be a thing. Like... Wait, he stopped... After the camping trip, he didn't... Like, you didn't even get the chance to ask I, I messaged him, like, a day or two later, like, hey, like, uh, hopefully I... I know we just hung out a lot, but hopefully I can still see you soon, something like that, and he just didn't... I messaged him, like, two more times over the course of the month, just to not feel like I only said one message. Oh, yeah, yeah. In case he just didn't see it, and he just never messaged back for a month. Huh. And he messaged back when I said that. And he was like, I don't know what you mean by, I don't know what we were. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I was like, you were the one that wanted to be dating after three dates, which I understand. He, he probably felt hurt by something, but he wasn't able to communicate, which is probably not great for someone mm-hmm. that's already emotionally unavailable. Um, and he'd already done that to me once where he didn't talk to me for a week. Like, didn't yeah. say a word. Huh. And I told him, and he was like, I just need a time to myself. And I was like, that's fine. But, can we... but uh, we had plans too the first time. And I was like, we had mm-hmm. plans. Yeah. And it really worried me. Like, just tell me that you need space. Like, yeah. I don't want to be a hindrance. Mm-hmm. But to not say anything is yeah. going to mess with me. So, And I feel like, I mean, I'm the same way. Like, I feel like you're very understanding. And sometimes that hurts more when, like, people don't, they just kind of disappear and they don't communicate. Like, hey, I. Sorry, I know we had plans, but, like, I wasn't having a good day or whatever. Because it's, like, I'm sure you would have been, like, okay. Like, yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Like. Well, I was worried. Yeah. No. And then and then we worry. And it's, like. I was actually worried. And then when I saw him, like, I had to, like, I took his, like, hand, his face in my hands. Because he kept looking to one side or the other. And yeah. I looked at him. And I was, like, just tell me, please. And he said yes. He said he would tell me in the future. So when he took a whole month, I was, like, okay, this is done. Yeah. Um. But that's the closest I ever got. And it's just so weird. I never know where it lands. Like, mm-hmm. I always feel very insecure. I'm realizing now I always feel very insecure on where it lands. Like, do you do you put more effort in or less effort in? Like, when? where's the line that's drawn? Where I'm, that's what I've been struggling with is, like, how much is too much? and But also I don't want to, like, not be myself. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want to hold back so much to the point where you're not, like, uh, like valuing and, like, yeah. showing up for yourself, you know? Yeah. That's the hardest part, It's I a think. hard dance. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't want to... And we're doing it in different ways right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. 
You're... Okay, let me ask you a question. Okay, go for it. (laughs) How do I word this? With your current situation, Mm -hmm. what is your biggest struggle in terms of like being grounded or what are you what are you not understanding in your current situation well after this past week I feel like I'm not understanding like what I I don't know like I feel like I try to make sense of everything and I'm just really confused because like nothing really happened at least in my head so I guess I'm confused and like not feeling grounded on like just like why things are the way they are right now like sorry I I don't want to get too specific no it's okay I mean but you mean like why there's like a disconnect like what you don't feel you did anything but are they mad at you i feel like they're mad at me okay i feel like yeah i feel like they're mad and i feel like they like it's not even like they don't it's not even like they're like oh okay like feelings aren't there i feel like it's like they like do not like me like they want to hurt me because of the way that i've been treated in the past week or two like they're lashing out. Yes. And I mean, they know that like, I mean, I'm very strong, but I'm very sensitive at the same time. I get that. Like I'm very sensitive. I feel very deeply and I'm, I'm, and they're aware I am in therapy right now working through a lot of childhood stuff Yeah. and things do get worse before they get better, but there's just some triggers that I've brought up that they've been doing. And it's really hard because it's... Do you think they're purposely doing it to use it against you? They could be. And I don't like... Here's my... I guess here's where I'm struggling is... I'm trying to not like... I'm trying to respect myself. Because I know that sometimes I can get like kind of lost in like... Thinking about the other person. But like I always love to give people the benefit of the doubt. I always see the good in people. They could... Like I was telling you earlier, like emotionally, they could like do whatever to me and I will still, I might be mad at them. I might be hurt, but I don't see them as like any less. You want to understand why more than I just want to understand. I don't want to be mad at them. I don't want to have this like silent treatment type of like, I just, I, I don't like that. I don't like not knowing like what where they stand and like what the intentions are like because I know that my intentions are pure and I understand that not everyone is like that but I like to try to give the benefit of the doubt and I like to see the good in people do you genuinely take a second if you need to because of how you are with other people and I get that trying to understand them before you get mad at their reaction to things first trying to see where it comes from understand yeah do you think that there's that genuine care on the other side on the other side. Do you think that's given back to you? That care of understanding before anger? Because I think when you're the type no. of person who's that empathetic, that you need to find someone who can be that empathetic back. Yeah. 
because I don't think I'm feeling that. Because do you... And I don't know yeah. if they have the capacity to do that right now. Yeah. Which sucks. But I also... And I think that's why I've been kind of like... I don't know. It does suck. It does. It really does. And... I don't know. I just feel like... Yeah, I don't feel like they have tried to like understand me and where I'm coming from. Yeah. And you can't force someone to see that. So I never like tried to, but it's just like, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, man, like you didn't even try to see where I was coming from before you started reacting. Like, yeah. And that's important to note. Yeah. And remember. Yeah. 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 Angelica was saying that too. Yeah. She's like, Chloe. And my therapist does that a lot where she's like, okay, Chloe, if, so you're telling me all this, right? If you, or if someone like your close friend just told you the exact same story, what would you tell them? And I'm always like, yeah. shit, <laughs> you but have a harder. point. It's harder than it, it's it so seems. Hard. I mean, it's kind of like what I said I learned about. Like, it's hard to just, it's hard to set boundaries for yourself when sometimes at least for me, I might have more care for other people than I do myself, mm-hmm. which is uh, not always great. Same. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll totally like, and I'm, I'm very aware. I mean, part of that is like, you know, we've talked about this, like, it's like also a Pisces stigma, but like, I'm very aware of so much, but I act dumb. Like I act oblivious in a lot of situations and part of it is a protection mechanism, but like, I don't know, like I pick up on everything and I feel like, excuse me, I feel like I'll do that too where like, like I'll be caring about like other people's stuff so much just because I can pick up on it and then I'll like completely like abandon myself in the process Mm -hmm. and that's not good. But I feel like it also takes so much for me to like someone and care about someone that deeply. Okay. Like, I was like, I was like, you care about a lot of people, but that deeply. Okay, okay. That okay. Deeply. I care about everybody. <laughs> I was like, no, I was yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah, shocked. Like, okay, okay. No, it, it's hard because it's like, I feel like, I feel like, I don't know how to like word this. I feel like someone that's not very emotional, like when they say they love their partner, that's how I feel about like everybody. So then the fact, like when I'm into someone, it's like super like intense and deep and like I really feel it, but it takes me a lot to get there. So, and it's like, I'm just very picky like I don't know so when I do find that feeling it's really hard for me to I guess accept when it's not working thank you yeah if that makes sense and it's like logically it doesn't make sense but it's like that makes sense I mean honestly that makes sense to me I feel like it's very easy for me to pick up on red flags and if I don't care about the person, it's very easy for me to use just the tiniest one. Oh, just, same. Like, cut off. Oh, same. But the moment there's like, the moment even, there's feelings, I give excuses. Like, even no if way. I know it's not gonna work, and I 100% know it's not gonna work, oh, yeah. and I set certain distance, I still feel a need when I care for someone to give them my all, just as a person. Even if I've cut off like any of the possible romantic side of things, if I ever have that care, regardless of who they are. Yeah. And it's so weird that I don't think a lot of people do that. I don't no. think a lot of people have that distance where they can still care for someone and 
Yeah. Like what? Like you, like your situation. Yeah. Like they, they're hot and cold. You know, and, and you want to be able to care for them without while giving them space. And you're getting like not treated very well for still checking in or still just being normal or mm-hmm. still just like reaching out and mm-hmm. giving them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's I don't know. It's like I don't know. It makes me question myself when that happens. Situations like that where I'm like, why the fuck do I care? Yeah, and that's why talking to you is literally validating just in the past like hours validating me so much because i do that like I, i'll doubt myself first and so stupid Why? it is in the end we always know that that's not right and it holds us back I know. i'm saying us yeah it's the same feeling the exact i mean no there's a lot of similarities but it's i'm pouring myself coffee sorry for the background noise it's um it's just so there's like not a trust in myself yeah. In those moments where I, I don't trust myself enough to... Were you taught growing up to not trust yourself? Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. I hope my parents never hear this podcast. Right. But, like, I've had, like, I've been made to feel like I was crazy so much. And it's taken so much to, like, be sure of myself as an adult. Like, even if, like, I'll bring up small ways. I don't want to go into anything too deep. But, like, my dad would get mad about anything that was wrong in the house. It was always me. Mm-hmm. To the point that I, I just, like, I would get in trouble. Like, I was I was a crazy kid. Mm-hmm. I was doing all types of stuff yeah. that I'm not going to talk about yeah. right now. But I wouldn't get in trouble for that. I would get in trouble for things I didn't do. And it was so frustrating when I would be like, oh, you took your stepmom's car yesterday. No, I didn't. Yeah. I it's snuck it out really other did. times. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah. I, I don't want to get, like, I just hated feeling like I was always made to be a liar or like I was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, one time there was, like, dirt all over the couch mm-hmm. and my dad was mad at me and my sister and he was like you guys have to clean it no one touched it for three days because they were mad and we were like we didn't fucking put dirt yeah. like we were like holding our ground because we were just yeah, so upset like that we were being looked yeah. at like we're liars like we're crazy like he tried to say it was my sister's friend because she was so dirty that she somehow put dirt on the couch from just laying there it was the weirdest shit yeah, that's weird. and then finally i'm seeing these tracks and they're going all the way back and i'm like following them and i three days later and i'm like you guys were moving your plants outside to go water them and you put dirt everywhere but like it doesn't matter who did it it's just the fact that the automatic blame yeah it always made me feel crazy i always felt crazy i always had questioned did i and i didn't even know like i felt like i was going insane yeah so often yeah like fully insane Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like is that what happened Mm -hmm. is that what you said to me and i'm because of it i'm a very specific person i speak specifically yeah, we talk, we've talked about Yes, that. like I purposely word things in a way that I can say I worded it that way because I meant it in these exact ways, right. which I understand throws people off and I'm working on it now yeah. separately now that I've disconnected. But it's because I need to set that distance of making sure that I don't feel fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yes, to answer your question in a short way, I, 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 I do doubt myself very often. Yeah. And it's... It's not okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is. It is okay. But it's something that I do want to stop doing. Yeah. I think once you've doubted yourself to the extent that I have, uh, I... I mean, it's just you abandoning yourself. Yeah, but once you've doubted yourself that much, you should also have the ability to then be sure of yourself. Once you have the skills to make sure that you're saying things the right way, that you're thinking about everything... That's very true, yeah. I am... It's like you come out times 10 on the other side. Yeah, I should be more sure of myself. And I'm almost there. I'm getting there. Yeah. But I know I do things in a way to not... 
to be very conscious of the movements I make so that I don't feel like I did something and didn't think about it. Mm-hmm. So I don't want someone to ask me if I did something. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's going to lead me to, I think, being way more sure of myself. Hopefully not in an egotistical, crazy way, but honestly, yeah. if that's what it takes, fuck it. Right, right. <laughs> but it's 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 weird. It's weird to have that much doubt. Yeah. I don't know. It gives people a lot of power around you too. Yeah. It makes it very easy to for people to try to say shit. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. It's not okay. No. No. And I struggle with that too. Yeah. Gaslit like a motherfucker growing up. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. So I get that. So I feel like that's also something with like any type of relationship, anything, like, I've been, I, I look back now in therapy, and I'm like, wow, I've been really fucked over by people in the past, and in the moment, I always thought it was my fault. Yeah, or your first always. reaction, even if you don't think it's fully your fault, is still, what did I do? Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you didn't do anything. Yeah. And it's really weird to always think that way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not even weird, I mean, it's just like, it's bad like it's yeah. really bad and it gives yeah it gives people power and like people will like literally like hunt those types of people down to like subconsciously too. yeah oh, sometimes yeah. they don't even know they're doing oh, it. oh yeah 100 yeah. percent. yeah and then yeah so I, yeah i don't know like so many situations that i've like looked back on like wow that was really not okay and like in the moment like i just was like oh no i did something like so I want to, can I tell you another little yeah. story? I've talked a lot. but No, go for it. So this is something very related. So, I mean, if they ever listen, they're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. It's fine. I've already addressed it. Yeah. Um, my roommate. Okay. We have a friend, a mutual friend. Okay. I've probably told you part of the story, but it has developed since. Um, who is very disrespectful to some of my vouchers. Really just one. Mm-hmm. Um, he babes. Totally fine. I don't give a fuck. We have talked about yes. it. Yep. When, when, I'm in, when he's driving me somewhere, I don't give a fuck if he babes in the car. It's something I have to deal with. I'll roll the window down and I'll deal with it. Um, but, if, yeah, if it's in a public setting, not something I'm going to deal with. Mm-hmm. It's that I have my apartment and before my roommate was my roommate, he was just coming and hanging out at the apartment and he would vape at the apartment. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, originally, it became a huge issue when we went to Shenandoah in 2021. Mm-hmm. And I told him, mm, I drove everyone. And I asked him multiple times not to vape in the car. Yeah. And I always just catch him fucking vaping. Yeah. And it's like, I would rather you communicate, can we stop and I can vape. Like, I'm yeah. okay with the fact that you're addicted to fucking nicotine. Yeah. I'm not okay with the fact that I have lung issues, family history of lung issues, things that I'm, like, also I'm very yeah. reactive. Like, I, when I am around bleach and I breathe in bleach, I lose my voice. Like, nail yeah. polish remover when I was a kid, I always was super oh, sensitive wow. to. Yeah. And my sister would get mad at me and I'd be like, I can't fuck, like, right. I, my head hurts immediately. Right. Um, like, I can catch him vaping without even hearing it, seeing it, or smelling it because I get a headache. Just I get a headache immediately yeah. and I'm very sensitive oh, wow. to it. And he knows that. Because at some points I've caught him vaping. Like, I would go to my bathroom in the apartment. I'd come back out. There's no smell of it. And I'd be like, you were fucking vaping. And he's like, oh, well, maybe uh, I did and I didn't know and da-da-da-da-da. And I'd be like, I can tell. Like, I have a headache. Have like, a what headache. the fuck? Yeah, yeah. And he's very disrespectful in that way. And he has a lot of issues where there's definitely an ego-driven part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we went to Shenandoah and he vaped the entire time. And I didn't bring it up because it was another friend's birthday. Actually, my roommate's birthday. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't going to start any argument there but it was just like why are you vaping when i'm driving right like i asked you not to multiple times i'm here driving your ass why the fuck are you vaping right 
It's just rude. And I've brought it up so many times and I've addressed it so many times and I've asked so many times. And then we had another Shenandoah trip coming up and we were mm-hmm. planning around it. And actually he came over here when my roommate was moving in. Mm-hmm. So we're moving some furniture around. Mm-hmm. And I got, I let myself get mad and I am very upfront. Mm-hmm. So he was, there was two things. He was over in the room. He wasn't helping us move anything. He's very unhelpful in general, which I don't need help yeah. for most things, but also he was getting in the way. And I was yeah, like, get the point, fuck up, like get the annoying. fuck up, get the fuck yeah. up. Like I was being very direct and pretty mean at mm-hmm. that point. I was upset. He was sitting on the couch that I was trying to move in my apartment. He had no need to be there. Yeah. Just in the way. Yeah. And I was like, at least we're about to move the couch. You got to move. I just said his name. I don't even care. <laughs> and he was like, one second, one second. I was like, no, I'm, I need you to get up. Oh, like, yeah. we're, I'm going to move. He's like, give me two minutes. Like, he was doing it just to be stubborn because he didn't like the fact that I was asking him to move. Yeah. There was no reason. He was just sitting there on his phone. No reason. That's so annoying. And I was like, Elias, get the fuck up. Yeah. yeah. He did not get up. It was so uncomfortable. Even my roommate was like, that was so fucking weird. I was like, yeah, yeah it was fucking weird. Yeah. So we already had an issue. That was the same day that we were addressing stuff for Shenandoah. I was not driving. And I told my roommate who was kind of planning the trip, I was like, hey, I, we're going to need two cars. Mm-hmm. I'm not dealing with this shit again. We're going to need two cars. Yeah. He was like, let's talk to him. Like, I'll talk to him. I'll tell him he can't vape in the car. Like, mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. His girlfriend was driving. She asked him not to vape in the car. My roommate asked him not to vape in the car. I asked him not to vape in the car. Actually, I first, and I told him, I said, the reason is I actually was going to ask like that there'd just be two cars. Mm-hmm. They want to all drive together. If we drive together, I would ask that you don't vape in the car. Mm-hmm. Like, there's other ways around this. Right, there's right, other right. solutions. It's not just, yeah. He says, okay, I won't vape in the car to all of us. I was in the back seat. There was, some, there was another friend in the middle, and he was on the other side. And I got the same fucking headache I get. And I knew that he was being very sneaky. Mm-hmm. Even my roommate's girlfriend was up front. He was holding his vape in his hand the whole yeah. time. He was shifting to kind of be behind the other person. Yeah, kinda... He was purposely yeah. like like shielding himself. And I was trying to watch. And I was just so annoyed that I felt the need to watch. I was so annoyed yeah. that there was no trust there. Yeah. I was so annoyed that I knew he was. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't going to address it at the time. Um, I told my roommate's girlfriend when we first stopped in Shenandoah. I was like, just so you know, he's fucking vaping in the car. She's like, really? I did see him try to like sneak and like hide. And like, I was looking in the rearview mirror and he like ducked down. And I was like, yeah, no, he's vaping. Like, I, I didn't see the smoke yet. Like, I've been trying to watch, but also I don't care if I see it or not. Like, I'm yeah, not going to doubt myself yeah. the way I usually do. I don't need to get fucking proof. I'm mm-hmm. not an idiot. Yeah. He's vaping in the car. Mm-hmm. And I caught him once and everyone did. Like, on the way back, he did it again. Yeah. And what happened was everyone stopped talking all at once and you could hear the little bubbles of the vape. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And so he purposely rolled down the window, blew out the window to make it look like... Because he knew that we all heard it. Yeah. But I was just so frustrated that he was that disrespectful. I never addressed it the whole trip. But it made me very... I shut down for like the whole first day. I I didn't want to ruin anyone else's trip and maybe I should have just addressed it, but... That's so hard in that moment, though, Mm -hmm. when it's like, it's not about me today, but like it's also like... So we got back. Mm-hmm. He didn't know I was mad at him. Mm-hmm. I don't even care. I've addressed it so many times I don't feel the need to say anything. Um, Shouldn't have to at this point. No. And so we haven't really talked. Um, but I didn't want him in the apartment. Mm-hmm. Like I told my roommate, I don't want him here. I said it very straightforward. Mm-hmm. He had come over once. I said, hey. 
I'm not going to say how in case my roommate ever listens to this podcast, but I was like, mm-hmm. hey, did Elias, I know everything. I know so much. <laughs> I was like, did Elias come? Oh, yeah, he came through five minutes. He smoked. I was like, was he here? Yeah, he was in the apartment. Just in case I didn't say it right, I felt the need to be very clear. I do not want Elias in my apartment. Mm-hmm. He's disrespectful to my things. He's disrespectful to me. I don't mm-hmm. trust him near my things, and I don't want him here. Then I went to France. Mm-hmm. This is the part you probably don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you said that. More. And he came over again. Okay. And I knew that, and I found that out because mm-hmm. I know everything. <laughs> Same. <laughs> um, and I come back, and I'm like, now I'm fucking sure. Like, I hate being around people that make me have to be sure. Like, I'm so sick of it. It's a skill I've learned that I want to let go. Yeah. And I can't with these Where fucking friends. you have friends. to be on guard. And you have to be like, yeah, like, looking for stuff to, yeah. It's exhausting. It's and it's not fair. so exhausting. And it took a while for me to say anything to my roommate. Also, when I first got back from France, my painting was on the floor. The one right behind you, it was just on the floor. My mom had stayed here at one point. I didn't know what the fuck happened. And I texted my roommate, just like, I don't know anything could happen. Yeah. I don't fucking. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. "Hey, it's a paint. Like, what the fuck is this? Ha ha ha! Like, literally, like ha 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 at the end of it. Yeah. Like, I just took a picture. I was just in shock. I just came back. Yeah. He's like, I don't know. Maybe your mom knocked it over. And then I realized that he had been here that day. Again, I'm not gonna say my my tools of knowing. I'm not a creepy spy. But my apartment's just very advanced technology wise, and I might just know every single person yeah. that walks in that uses any sort of key, mm-hmm. regardless. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "You were here today." And he's like, oh, yeah, I didn't want to say. Like, I, it was already knocked down when I got there. Da, 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 da. I was like, why didn't you just say that? Yeah. Like, why did you lie? I have to talk around it, yeah. He said I hadn't been there since Friday. That's what his exact words were. And I was like, you were there today. He was like, oh, yeah, it was already knocked down when I got there. I just had to run and grab clothes for an interview. Da, 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 da. I was like, why didn't you just say that? Like, why? And that really made me question my trust. And so I had a whole talk, and I, I need, I'm happy I was able to own it. But I was like... At one point, he saw I wasn't talking to him, really, and I do take time to process before I speak. Yeah. And he was like, are you okay? I was like, I mean, I was going to talk to you when I'm done with the dishes. I was doing dishes, and I was like, I was actually going to ask if you want to talk when I was done with the dishes, but um, I'm fine. I just, I did want to talk to you. Um, why, uh, why was, I, I, it makes me question everything. So my first question, he had just gotten back from a beach trip where and other people were there that I wasn't Because you care about other people, you want to make sure that you word it the right way so you're not like... Sometimes, but off. I think it's good to also say, fuck you. Yeah. It was a great moment for yeah. me. I felt very good. Good. And I was like, first, why wasn't I invited to the beach? I just want to know. Yeah. Because I had taken it as a couple's trip yeah. and I was fine with that. But then I'm seeing other people, well, they weren't actually invited. They just showed up, da 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 and I was like, I don't, sure, that's fine. I don't know if I believe you, but sure. I mean, I'm having some issues with trusting you anyway. Got into that, told him about the text. Um, and I said, it's just not fair. It's, it's, it's really makes me very uncomfortable mm-hmm. to live with you when the, I feel like the need to check up on who's here, what's going yeah. on. Like, like you shouldn't have to be watching him. He's an adult. You shouldn't feel like no. you have to... And I don't have very many things. Before he ever moved in, he thought I was neurotic with cleaning. Mm -hmm. And I said, the only thing I'm going to ask is that you, like, I'm very specific about dishes. Yeah, no, you you, you gave me the rundown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I still find dishes that are just not fucking clean. Mm -hmm. And I forgot part of the story. When I first texted him, I said, why didn't you just tell me that? He goes, to quote, (laughs) 
He goes. For everybody that's listening, Milan is currently checking on his phone. Yes. For just to give you guys the visual. It's it was so disrespectful to the fact that I also just caught him lying and it made it again turned on me and I was so uncomfortable. I didn't even really fully respond. It was I've said everything of this to him, so I don't even care if he hears this, but, um, uh, you could, I said, you could have just said that. I didn't say, why didn't you just say that? I said, he could have just said that when he fully sent me the explanation. He goes, it would have been my fault, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. I just said K. And he goes, blank his name is a scapegoat to the world, but you write. I was going to tell you when I saw it, but I was in a rush in my interview and I just didn't respond. I was like, why am I made, being made to feel guilty? Yeah for asking you something that happens in the apartment when I'm gone, when I wasn't, first I wasn't mad. If you need to call me and check, yeah. sure. Yeah. Two, I've never, I don't feel I've ever escaped. If there's something you need to address emotionally with me where you feel like I scapegoat you, say it yeah. not in context of me being upset and catching you lying. Say it at first. I always give space for that. When we've had talks, I've said, do you have any issue with the rules? Do you have any issue? Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about, you know, Elias not being allowed in the apartment? No. Oh, that's fine. Oh, that's fine. Oh yeah, I'll clean the dishes. And I keep having to remind, and it feels like, are you forgetting everything I say? Right. Am I not saying it in the right way? And then I realize, fuck that. You're being a jerk. You're not respecting yeah. set conversations that I'm having with you. Yeah. Um, and when I, and I told him, I was like, I don't trust you. Mm-hmm. And it was so funny because I said, I'm uncomfortable here with you here sometimes now. Um, and that's pretty much it. And he goes, well, I don't want you to be uncomfortable. Can I do anything? Mm-hmm. And I said... Not really. You already had the tools. Yeah, I was going to say, you were, yeah, you already had the tools. We've already had those conversations. I, you already yeah. know. You already know. Yeah. yeah. It was just the things I asked you for. Yeah. And he's like, well, I just, I never, I always want to do things and I don't want you to be upset about things and I'm always trying to, and I was like, well, you can talk to me about that. Yeah. And you're right. I have noticed you do weird things to try to help me out. Nothing that I've asked. Yeah. I don't get upset that you don't do certain things. Yeah. I like, do get upset up. that the dishes are not clean. <laughs> and I do get upset that someone that I don't want in the apartment is not here. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "How do I build that trust back?" I said, "I don't know. I don't know." You're and like, I'm you starting to tools. own, yeah. and, and I like that I'm starting to own. It was one of the first times where I'm fully owned that it's not my fucking fault, and I shouldn't have to be that specific to get to that point. And I hope in life I can just understand that it's someone else's issue. Yeah. But I was like, "This is." This is not me. Like, mm-hmm. you have to figure that out. First step would be respecting my boundaries. Mm-hmm. And then after that, that's up to you to figure out. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it's going to go from there. I also have to stick by my word. He's going to be living with me till December, yeah. even after I move out of here for a little bit. So, yeah. but after that, I don't think I can live with him. Yeah. Yeah. And that's part of the problem. Like, I just can't. This is a huge long story. But the thing yeah. is, is it's, it's just so weird how these tools are made to, that I've created in my head mm-hmm. to comfort myself in being sure mm-hmm. and then people still push it like you said they, they kind of find you out they kind of just know that about you or yeah. they learn that about you or you let them do it once or twice and they think that you're dumb and I'm yeah. fucking I'm so done mm-hmm. I'm so done that's part of the reason why I don't really drink or do other things <laughs> that uh, right now I'm trying not to because I just I feel very powerful mm-hmm. in a good way you mentioned that when you came back from France yeah I haven't done this in a while and I feel very powerful Mm -hmm. yeah 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 Yeah. because it's like your head isn't as foggy and it's like you're just you're just sure I felt like I was numbing my voice in a way that made me feel better Mm -hmm. but it didn't help me work through things yeah there's a balance sometimes you need that yeah sometimes (laughs) you need 
time to like do the full operation but yeah 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 anyways that's my long story um to say that it's a process but you gotta fucking trust yourself yeah you have to yeah especially once once you've built the tools like i said now that i know i have those tools and now that i feel so sure about it like fuck all that yeah yeah that's i guess that's the key to rebuilding the trust with yourself is like creating those even though it can be uncomfortable for a lot of people creating those tools and bringing up those conversations to lay out boundaries to lay out the terms and whatever the situation is you know because this applies to like any type of aspect of life but like it applies setting to you yourself too. up oh yeah but i'm saying like when you set yourself up for success in that way like you can't doubt it after. Yeah. Once you've set the boundary, I think you have to support it. It's yeah. kind of like, think about I it more like work. Boundaries. Think yeah. about it like work. Yeah. If you've set it, yeah. and you've set it twice, yeah. sometimes they usually say it a second time, yeah. but after that point, like, trust what you said. Yeah. Trust yourself. Yeah. I think you should trust yourself more to have those conversations. I think I need to also, but I had that epiphany, like, I've had a few epiphanies recently, mm-hmm. coming back from France mm-hmm. and having a break and... Yeah feeling quote-unquote powerful in myself but like i'm very self-doubtful yeah and i think you have that not all the time but i think just in terms of other people not in terms of yourself naturally no it's it's when it has to do with other people yeah exactly and you have to give yourself the care to sometimes force it but like yeah you fuck that fuck Mm -hmm. fuck doubting yourself when other than that you would be genuine to yourself like you said if you were talking to a friend what would you say to yourself if you saw yourself giving so much yeah. and not and setting your boundaries but then not supporting not, them? Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, get the fuck up. <laughs> I mean, also give yourself the time to process oh, it. Oh, of course, yeah. But like, yeah, partially. Yeah. It sucks sometimes when you want to, like I was saying earlier about cutting off friends, it sucks when you yeah. can't have the same relationship that you wish you could with people. Yeah. But if they're not going to respect your relationship in the way you do, find yeah. other people. Yeah. I feel like I'm at that phase in my life too where like I've been shedding so many like past like friendships and just like relationships. Not like romantic, but like just relationships yeah. with any sort of people. And... So my circle's very, very small right now, and I'm, like, starting to, like, rebuild it. But I feel like this is a great time for me to, like, start practicing that and start utilizing that skill. Because, like, it was it's hard when you've been like that for a long time, and I'm starting to, like, really... It's starting to click, like, okay, like, we need to... We need to speak up for ourselves a little bit more, you know? We need to show up for ourselves a little bit more when it comes to, you know, other people. And... It's hard when, I, okay, so I want to bring up something that I, like, I saw somewhere. I, I don't know where I saw it, but it was something about how, like, when you go back, it was, like, so, I think it was on Twitter or something like that, and it was just basically, like, this girl saying, like, does anyone else experience this where, like, you feel, when you're living on your own or with a roommate or whatever, and, like, you feel great, you feel super independent and, like, you know, very, like, uh efficient and effective and just like everything you do and then the second you go to your parents house for like whatever break you're right back to a child Mm -hmm. and you all of a sudden can't clean shit you can't take care of yourself you don't you don't act like yourself and i feel like a big part of like shedding those like old 
like relationships and friendships that just like for no sometimes there's no beef a lot of the times there isn't it's just not you guys are different people you're growing but like I feel like those types of people that were in my life for so long that knew me as the person that did get walked over a lot and I wouldn't really say anything they got comfortable with that too and I did too and so it's hard to kind of like reestablish that it's hard to like because they know you as who you've been for the past x amount of years and then all of a sudden it's like hey I'm gonna stand up for myself like here's a boundary and if they aren't used to it and they enjoyed and were comfortable with how you used to be then it doesn't work out and then it ends up like whatever you know do you think it's good for people like do you think it's good for them something that made me rethink it Mm -hmm. in France and like coming back and some of the issues I realized I was doing a disservice to them by not supporting my boundaries as well like it really is yeah like you treating me like like my boundaries don't exist or like you can sneak by them or like they're just like a door that you can open and close is doing a disservice to you yeah like our relationship is not good for either of us yes do you okay well you're saying yes i guess there's no question but i don't know it's like i'm going back to my parents house Mm -hmm. after i move out Mm -hmm. for a few months Mm -hmm. and I hope I, I'm not the type to usually relegate fully, but there are some things that I feel judgment from them where yeah. I then stop doing because I don't want them to see it, but then they end up seeing it and then it, it's this weird cycle yeah. where I'm going to go back and I really want to hold back some boundaries. Yeah. Like I already set up the conversation differently. We already talked differently before I moved in. Like I already right. knew they were weird about money. So I was like, let's talk about rent so early. Right, right. They already switched the story. I'm sure I told you they switched the story and then my roommate's moving in for a few months because they changed where I'm living in the long, long okay, stuff. Okay. So many things Lots have happened where I know that they're just weird like that. Yeah. Um, but I am still going to stick to trusting myself, even yeah. if it's forced. That's the one thing I want to do. When we have conversations, I'm not going to let them push me to the point where I question myself. I've had enough time away where I can set that boundary and I'm going to give them the opportunity because yeah. I love them to, mm-hmm. to respect it. And if not, I'm moving out in December after. If so, maybe yeah. I'll stay there a little longer. But <laughs> yeah. it's, do you, how do I word this question? Do you think with friends, it's as important, you were saying you were setting friendships and I go back and forth. Do you think that's as important to reset boundaries and when is it time to let go? Sorry, the first part was... So with family, I think it's really important to just have those boundaries and to somewhat keep relationship unless they've like really, really, really... I agree. I think my parents are I've had to flawed people. Both ways. Yeah. yeah. And I think the more I learn that they're flawed people, the more I love them and appreciate them and just need to set certain boundaries between them mm-hmm. um, where I can still have that. But with friends, when... I treat friends like family. Yeah. And that's not always the right way. Yeah. It's hard. When do you reset boundaries? Oh, okay. Oh, right. And when do you just cut them the fuck off? It's hard. It's hard. Um, and it's going to be different for everybody. But for me, I feel like there are some people that, like, we're not that close. I wouldn't even say we're, like, friends like we don't talk we don't really know about what's going on in each other's lives but I didn't completely like cut them off and vice versa because sometimes they do become 
family in a way. And I have some friends that were there for me in like really, really dark times. And I just like, there will always be that emotional like side of things where I'm just like, I can't let them go. I don't really need to, like they didn't really do anything, but like we just are very different people and we don't really have the same things in common. So I feel like that's a situation where like, Maybe you just kind of set boundaries. Maybe you distance yourself. But I feel like if someone has straight up disrespected you, and I think my biggest thing is when people use your own vulnerability against you. Because for me, that hurts the most. Like when I've been, when I express what hurts me, because it takes me a lot to open up about that stuff. Once I've expressed what hurts me, if you do that exact same thing, that's when I'm like, it's done. Like I had to cut off someone like two years ago that I thought was my very best friend. And she did something that had hurt me so bad in the past, but like times 10. That was a situation where there was no coming back from that. Yeah. So for me, that's, that's my take on it. And like some people you just kind of got to like, it just kind of fizzles out. Like it doesn't have to be like a blocked, like never talking to you again. It's more like a, I'm just not going to make the effort anymore. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's the other thing, especially, and I'm sure you understand, like when you're someone that gives so much and you don't feel like it's being received, sometimes you have to step back and stop giving and allow other people to show their true colors. And sometimes that makes things better because then they, the, the people that, and this happens, it's hard because, like, I have depression and, like, sometimes I kind of go dark on everybody I care about. And, like, that's normal. That's part of it. In a weird way, it shows me who's actually there for me because the people that know me know, like, my silence says so much to them. The people that then take that personally and then start to assume things and lash out on me for it that's when I start to reevaluate and that's when I need to reset boundaries and I need to explain myself. And I, I don't need to explain myself, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Just so. set the tone. Yeah. That actually made me rethink. Like I, I'm like, I started like, obviously right now I'm like getting a little teary Yeah, how and I you? let myself out first. I was going to hold it back and I was like, no, 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 that's fine. No. I realize I feel like I'm very bad at being loving because I'm not a very emotionally driven person. Mm -hmm. Kind of what we talked about earlier. And as you were talking, I realized that, like you said, when you have people that you've just been through some shit with that have helped you through the worst of times, yeah. it's really hard because I didn't realize until you were talking right now that I, you learn something new every day, <laughs> really that do. a lot of my love, despite not being as emotional, yeah. is still unconditional, mm -hmm. but I can still set boundaries of how that affects me. Yes. Like, I just, I, like, in my head, I was going to be, like, after this, I want to make a list of people that I just want to tell them, like, hey, I'm always here for you. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, just people that I, that yeah. it's fizzled out in the past, and I do want to do that, actually, to, like, today. Yeah. Like, people that really, like, I would say saved my life in yep. a lot of ways. Yep. Um, even though I'm a much different person, I'm able to save myself now. Yeah. I always want them to know the door is open for that, yeah. even though we're not close, close friends. Yeah. Like, they might not go, no anything really going on in my life right now but and I just need to be able to do that with people presently yeah 
this is helping me through the beat damn this is like full circle like mm-hmm. what i was talking about of setting up those boundaries and being able to mm-hmm. grow out of friendships not yeah. fully there's still that like if you need me yeah please i yeah. am here but i'm not gonna go and hang with you every day yeah. just for the fun of we're not we're not at that point we don't yeah. have that relationship and yeah. you're not respectful to everything that i need right but you did but save my day, life yeah. in the past and you yeah. helped be a support system that i needed when i didn't have one it's kind of wild. I didn't yeah. realize that I love unconditionally because mm-hmm. it's very distant. Yeah. It's very, I'm present, but I, I'm distant. Yeah. No, I'm the same way. Like, I'll be, lo- I love everyone, not everyone, but you know, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, the people I do love, like, there's a lot of people that, like, yeah, it is from a distance, but it's, it's unconditional. Like, even with family. Yeah. They've started to get a little better, especially like my sister and me have a good relationship yeah, now, but that's good. I don't think they realize that when I'm, I'm either too sensitive for them or I'm, mm-hmm. which kind of is a whole other subject where I mm-hmm. don't think I am, or <laughs> I think that's just me allowing myself to be emotional, but they do rely on me for a lot of things now because mm-hmm. I think they know that I'll be there. I'm not going to be the most talkative in our family group chats or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not always going to be responding to things, Yeah. but I, I am ever present mm-hmm. and thank you for whatever you said it clicked. I mean, not whatever you said, but the words you were yeah, saying yeah. clicked where I was like, wow, it made me like myself more. Like, I, I do love unconditionally to an mm-hmm, extent. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not how other people perceive it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm the same with my family, too. There's a lot of family that I just can't let in like that. But, yeah, but I'm always going to... Do you... I find a struggle... Let's change the subject slightly. Do you trust people right away, or do you have to build trust? To an extent. Not Not really it it depends it also depends on how i meet them you mm-hmm. know what i mean like there's some people that i want to trust more than i want to trust others but the trust isn't there not at all like i'm always I, it does have to be built respect is something that i'm gonna give you until it's proven that i shouldn't respect you so it's like the opposite i feel like with tr- trust but yeah, so I have a level of trust that I give everyone right away, which is most, yeah. it's most of my trust. Like I could talk about so many things like we're talking about. Oh earlier, yeah. In that way, I'll talk things. about that. Yeah. But when it comes to like relying on them to like do something like, no, I don't trust. <laughs> yeah. I'm very independent. Yes. Yeah. 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 Totally agree. But I do feel like I trust people first before I don't trust them. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, but I also yeah. don't fully trust anyone. Which makes me not fully trust Same. myself. Same. Oh, God. I don't weird. fully... Yeah. Dude, that's a whole other thing. That's a whole other thing. Like, I, I feel like I'll trust people, but, like, at the end of the day, like, yeah, I'm so independent. Like, I'm never going to fully trust anybody. And, like, even if I do, it's, like... I don't know. Like, maybe I... Maybe in some ways. But, yeah, then it goes back to... It's, like, okay, so that means you don't really trust yourself. Well, I know it's because I don't always trust my emotional response to things, and that's why I yeah. bring it back to logical to make sure. Yeah. Which is kind of my tool set to that's starting to let me be more emotional. But because I don't trust my emotions, I don't always trust myself in reactions to things when I need to get a little better. Um, do you know why you don't always trust people? Just to, I don't know. Um, because I've had people that I did give trust to just really fuck it up. I feel yeah. like that's just okay. long story short in that yeah. way. Yeah. And I mean, it's been people 
in my family, it's been people out of my family, it's been people I thought were kind of family, but yeah, that's probably where that comes from. Yeah, I'm really good at giving trust. I'm not great at repairing trust. Mm -hmm. I think it's assumed for me early on, yeah. and then it's hard for me to... I think, I, I mean, I give the benefit of the doubt, I give love and all that, yeah. but when it comes to trust, like, no. Yeah. When it really affects me, no. Yeah. 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 Feels. Yeah. Yeah, yeah trust yeah. is... Trust is very tricky. And I feel like that's something that, like... I don't know. I feel like I'm kind of working on, like, letting myself trust people again. Same. Yeah. But then you, that's allowing people to break your trust and hurt you. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, me talking to someone right now... Mm-hmm. Not that it has to do with trust necessarily, but it has to do with letting yourself be hurt. It's so weird. Yeah. It's so weird. Mm -hmm. The insecurity I feel, I because I've never had a relationship and like talking to them mm -hmm. and like questioning little things of like, they didn't text back. I'm not that usually that kind of person. But the moment you allow yourself mm -hmm. to have any level of connection mm -hmm. or trust in someone or just, you know, mm -hmm. I don't know. It's so strange. Yeah. It's like... Damn, this could fuck me up. But I don't know. I think it's good to be fucked up. I mean, I'm saying that as I don't want to be fucked up. <laughs> but I still want to be able to have the, the depth of relationships yeah. where they can fuck me up. Yeah. But in the past, that's always led to being more hurt than not. I mean, literally, like, asked me two months ago. I was like, you know, I'm going to get hurt. I mean... Yeah. You know, you were like, they're crazy. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah. And I'm going to go all in. Yeah. It's so weird. Like, I, I, I've been closed off for so long and I'm getting back to being open and... Yeah. Damn. It's going to suck. Yeah. It's going to suck. Mm -hmm. I don't know when. <laughs> but, I mean, maybe that's just based on my experience. Maybe I need to allow myself to be more open mm -hmm. uh, and just let it. But, like, damn, it sucks. Yeah. I heard something one time and I try to just go about it more. But like when you and anything in life, relationships, whatever. A lot of people always are like thinking like what's the worst that could happen to like prepare yourselves? But I started trying to change it to like what's the best that could happen? I think you told me that. Yeah. And it was right around the same time I had the same kind of thought. Mm -hmm. And we were like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. No, I did. That's starting to ring a bell. Yeah. Well, I was like, yeah, I just had this thought like a few days ago yeah. too. Like that's so crazy yeah. that you brought it up. Because I've already had the worst happen. Like I've already had it happen. Mm -hmm. Over and over. Yeah. And I've given the benefit of the doubt so many times that yeah. if I allow myself to think that, I will only move in the way I moved in the past. Mm -hmm. And I need to be able to move through that and move on from that. Mm -hmm. Oh, and Delico it sucks, but I can handle the worst. Yeah. And I hate it. Yeah. But I know I can but if it really comes down to it. Mm -hmm. I might be different for a few weeks and months or years, yeah. but I can handle yeah. it. Might not talk to anybody or leave my apartment for a few years, but yeah. But I'm uh, going to get through it. Yeah. Like, for me, I don't know where you are, like, but I know I will never get to the point of just have a deep, deep talk of being suicidal again. Mm -hmm. I've, that was me in high school. Mm-hmm. That was me dealing with it. Once I went through that, fully went through it, like fully digested it yeah. and allowed it to be mm -hmm. and then gotten through it, I could be so depressed 
and I will never feel the need to do that because I can just deal with being depressed, yeah. which is not like the funnest thing. And it's not great that I have those tools, but right. it's, it's nice that I know that I can handle it. I don't know. It's such a weird balance. Yeah. No, and I totally resonate with that. Like I've had a few, when I'm really depressed, I've had a few talks with, my, with myself where it's like, you know, this sucks, like really sucks, but like, I don't know. I've almost like had this like, something you just said like made something click where it was like, I don't know, I've had talks with myself where I'm like, okay, like it sucks, but like it sucked really bad before and like you made it through and like even though sometimes you don't always want to be like continuing and keeping on and like keep pushing through, even if you don't really want to in the moment, Excuse me, you're going to regardless because that's what we decided. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've almost had to tell myself, like, okay, we're going to make this rule mm-hmm. <laughs> that you just don't even, like, contemplate it. Mm-hmm. You don't even, like, yeah. think about it. And it's not because you don't want to allow yourself to. It's because you don't need yeah. to get to that point. Yeah. It could be the exact same depression for me that I had in high school. Yeah. And it would never lead to the same reaction. Yeah. I mean, partially because I, I didn't have a support system, and then I realized I got through all but my... I mean, I did have people at low points, but, like, I don't know. At one point, I told my parents, like, months later, mm-hmm. like, something that I... Never mind. Okay. Uh, we'll something that had happened, okay. and they were kind of like, oh, you, that's just, like, you're just saying that. And the moment that happened, something clicked, not then, but a few months later when I got, like, a few years later when I got through it, where it was like... I didn't need them. I didn't need... No. To some extent, they were right. I, I wanted their support, and I didn't do it for yeah. attention for them. I think I did it out of desperation yeah. to have some sort of support system. Yeah. But then I got through it. Yeah. And some people don't, and I think that's it's awful, horrible. Uh, and I think there's a lot of better uh, ways the world should work where people are just nicer yeah. and more caring mm-hmm. uh, and more in tune. But yeah. for me... The tools I've built from it. Yeah. No, I've had that too where it's like, you know, like, even though I was so low at this point and I was by myself, myself got myself through that. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of one of those things where it's like, I mean, a few months ago, I had a, I mean, this person, I, I had... I hadn't opened myself up like this in a really long time. So I was like, okay, there's always the possibility of getting hurt. But even if that happens, no matter how bad it hurts, like you've been through hurt before. So you're going to get through hurt again, you Mm -hmm. know, even if you don't have anybody with you. Mm -hmm. And it's like a lonely and isolating feeling. But at the same time, it doesn't have to be. It can be one of the most empowering feelings ever. And... Actually, I didn't even tell you this when I came in here. I actually took myself on a little date yesterday, like, by myself. Okay. Because I the entire week I've been sitting in my house crying. Like, just the entire week. So I was like, yesterday, I was like, you know what? It's Saturday. Like, let's do something, Chloe. So I dressed up in normal people clothes. Okay. I haven't done that in a long time. I felt really funny. Okay. Like, I felt really awkward. What is normal people clothes? For me, like, jean shorts and, like... A, a regular shirt like a sh- like I wore like a tank top and then I had this like button down that I like 
thrifted and I like cut it so it was more of like a cropped and I wore that okay. open. It was like a striped shirt. You mean dressing up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, got yeah, it. Yeah, like okay. I dress like, okay. yeah, I like dress up. Like you put up. effort into what you wore. Yes. Love it. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, wow, this is great. But for, for like normal people, I feel like that don't work out at a gym, this is like their regular yeah. fit, you know? But for me, I'm like, wow, I'm dressed up right now. So I felt kind of funny, but I I went, I, and the second I left my house, I was like, oh, I don't really, like, what's the point? And I was like, no, like, come on. Like, you already got to this point. And it was really kind of uncomfortable, but like, I went to, well, first I got candles, went little, little candle shopping, and then I went book shopping for like my favorite book. Couldn't find it, but that's okay because I still had the experience. And I went to the Barnes and Nobles in Rio, so I just like walked around the lake, just kind of people watched, just chilled because it wasn't super humid. Like it was hot. It was kind of a nice day, yes. But it was nice. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I want to enjoy this, and I just kind of like walked around and like, yeah, it was great because that part of me was like. Wow. Like, at first at my house, I was like, I have nobody to hang out with. I have nothing to do. I was like, okay, I can hang out with me. Like, Yeah. I can go do something. Yeah. It's good to do that. It's nice to do that. It is. It is. Yeah. I need to do that more. I mean, I do that, but... And again, like, it's hard because, like, you see everyone out there. Nobody's, like, most people are, like, with someone, you know? And it was also hard when I'd walk by, like, a couple. I'm like, fuck you guys. But, like, <laughs> you know. I'm You're just so like, cute. Yeah, fuck literally. You. I'm like, oh, I love you guys. Whatever. Like, I don't even care. But, but it was also really empowering because it was like, I bet half of y'all couldn't even be out here right now if you guys were by yourselves. Like, I think yeah. that's such an important skill. Because a lot of people rely on other people. And that's one thing that I take pride in is, like, I might love someone a lot and have a lot of care and love for them. But, like, I can love from a distance. And I don't yeah. need, I don't rely on anybody. Yeah. And part of it is a protection mechanism. Part of it's the trust thing. But, yeah. like, part of it is also. And part just, of it sucks. Like, I, I'm ready yeah. to not need those skills. Right? <laughs> right? Like, I'm like, look, I'm great and everything. Yeah. But sometimes it's exhausting having all these yeah 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 i'm ready to not i'm That's ready why to not have to be i need okay to being grow alone. out of some of my friendships yes and i've already set boundaries with family where i still feel i can love inside those boundaries right. which is really nice and then other than that i i mean honestly i've been feeling really lonely and i'm ready to fucking yeah. get out there and fucking get hurt and date people mm-hmm. and fucking have it be like actual yeah because i know i'll be okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And because I think I need to learn from those situations. I, that's the one thing I haven't really worked on is yeah. just one-on-one relationships. And I don't know. It's so scary. It is. It's so scary. But I'm so fucking ready. But yeah. also, I, I'm going to hate it. Yeah. But I'm going to love it. But we're gonna, it's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to suck, but it's going to yeah. be great. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's so strange. How do you, like, set boundaries with family? Like, how does that... I mean, you don't have to get too into it, but, um, like... I, I'm kind of asking, like, for my own... For me, piece. the main thing is I, I, I shut down and I dissociate very easily. And it's a skill that I enjoy having, but I'm trying to just be very present. Mm-hmm. And, like, things have come up... That's how I have all my tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> like, someone literally asked me how I got one on my spine the other day, and I was like, if I'm being honest, I dissociated the entire Oh, time. I don't need... I, I can ignore pain... Yeah. ...very well. Yeah. Very well. Yeah. And it throws people off because I have like a lot of stomach issues or people will think I'm showing a lot of pain. It's I'm showing like half of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, like you have no yeah. idea how it took me pain four hospital visits for them to find colitis. Wow. And then they were like, Your entire lower intestine and colon are inflamed. Holy shit. And you're completely blacked up. 
when they finally took an x-ray and I was like, I know, I've been here a few times. They're like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, like, like wow. They were poking my stomach. They're like, do you feel pain? And I, I felt a little bit, but I dissociate from it. So I'm like, I feel the sensation of what should be pain, but I can't tell you the level. Yeah. You ask me one out of ten. Four yeah, or five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then they take an x-ray and I'm just fully inflamed. My stomach is like oh, six inches from where it usually would be just wow, from inflammation. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And one person, one nurse finally just requested, like a nurse finally mm-hmm. like saw me and they're like, let me see if I can get you an x-ray. Not a doctor. Not the doctors that came um, and saw me. A yeah. nurse got me an x-ray and it was bad. So I dissociate fully. And I, with family, I can do that. But I've decided... I'm going to, the way I've set boundaries is I set the tone for conversations. If a conversation is going to come up, I will ask based on the history of how those conversations have gone. This could get uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Do you want to have that conversation? I'm willing to have it, but I'm not going to have you blame me for things getting weird. Right. So that's how I've done it because that's how I've always felt like I was the issue. Like like we talked about. (laughs) And then if it comes up, I... Try to, I stay very calm and I dissociate just enough from my emotional response. When I can, sometimes it comes up. But recently, it happened in France um, with, with my mom. And it, like I love her, but things, our relationship is built off of things in the past. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to grow from that. And like you said, you revert back. And I do, she does. But I'm trying not to. So I said, hey, we're starting to get into a very awkward conversation. Mm-hmm. Um because I was talking to my aunt about how she parents my um, my cousin. Mm-hmm. So I was talking to my aunt just in general because it's yeah, very yeah. interesting yeah. to see. She was like a nanny when I was younger to me. So I asked like her experience with us if that translated oh, to okay. her having a son, how she parents, like talking about things. Right. Just because we have, she's a very open person. She can okay. talk about anything. I yeah. love the way she communicates. Yeah. Most people don't. She's so direct and I love the way my aunt communicates. Yeah. Um, and my mom was there and it ended up accidentally bringing up some stuff. Like, I would say things generally, and then she would take a personal offense to it. And so as it slowly got there, I said, hey, this might get uncomfortable, but, like, are you okay having this conversation? Mm-hmm. When at one point I talked about how I think parents should be able to apologize. And then she was like, I always did. And before I responded to that, because I was saying in general to my aunt that yeah. I think it's an important skill. And she was like, I always apologized. And I said, hey, this might get a little weird. Are you okay talking about this? She said, yeah. And I said, I sometimes felt like when you apologized, it was a out of frustration and anger to end a conversation like or to not allow me to yeah. to not allow me to react to something that was hurting me and you know it didn't get bad right away but she didn't take it well mm-hmm. and then she reacted very you're right I was a horrible parent and everything I did was wrong and just putting everything on me and I said you know that's not what I was saying but if we need to end this conversation like I'm okay with that yeah. but that's not at all what I was saying that's just, I felt like that's not how it came across to me. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to deny my experience anymore mm-hmm. and I will defend it. But I also, I said, I first had to take a break, mm-hmm. a huge break from both of my parents right. in ways that I, it sucked. I didn't talk to them almost at all for a long periods of time. And I still don't talk to them about everything. And when I come back, I just had to react calm mm-hmm. and I had to allow them to be emotionally responsive flawed human beings who get hurt by the things I say even if I don't mean to hurt them and I don't want to hurt them but I'm not going to not say it anymore mm-hmm. I'm going to set the tone I'm going to ask if it's okay mm-hmm. I'm going to respect that they're emotional but I'm I can't adjust everything I do for their emotional response so I said I don't agree 
if you want to end the conversation, like I don't want to hurt you, but that's not, that's not what I thought. Mm-hmm. That's not how I felt about it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to have you tell me mm-hmm. <laughs> how I felt about something you did. I'm going to feel however I feel about it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It, I act like I'm this like perfect human being. I've reacted so horribly. I've treated my parents like crap. Sure. And I wish that we could talk about all of it yeah. because I've tried to bring it up, mm-hmm. even what I've done. And it doesn't work. It turns into they don't want to talk about things I've done wrong or that they've done wrong. Yeah. And so I'm just I'm gonna either block it out or when we talk about it, I won't have them trample all over me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, long-winded answer for everything on this podcast, yeah. but <laughs> I would say just it's forcing yourself to trust yourself. Yeah. At least trusting your emotions, and trusting, like you said, intention is very important. Mm-hmm. Intention is super important to me. It's mm-hmm. the most important thing to yeah. me. Yeah. If I can trust your intention, I mm-hmm. can forgive everything else. Yeah. And that's where my trust gets yes. broken. Yeah. When, like, I was so sure with my roommate that I said something and I knew his intention was fully to sneak around something, that made me fully lose trust. Yeah. Fully. Yeah. Just fully lose trust. Yeah. Your intention was to lie to me knowing my boundaries. Yeah. It wasn't an accident at that point. And in... I don't know where I was going. I just lost my thought. But intention is so important to the fact that I have to make sure that I also know other people can react however and I need yeah. to trust my own intentions. Mm-hmm. And I need mm-hmm. to trust that I'm allowed to react emotionally and have that be different than my yeah. intention of how I react. Yeah. And I still had a reason. I don't need to explain it. Mm-hmm. But why the fuck am I not allowed to talk about it? Right. How, how does Especially it make if it's m- clearly still affecting And how is it me... I've been told I'm too sensitive in my family before. Mm-hmm. How am I too sensitive? But when I bring up stuff, you can blow up and you can throw things and, and, and you know, break things. And, and But I'm emotional and sensitive for right. just wanting to talk about it. Right. And wanting to cry about it and wanting to hug about it. I don't have that with my parents. And that's okay. Right. But I am going to force myself to be true to myself. And that's what having a break from them has taught me. Mm-hmm. And that's what I would say. I would say, give yourself enough time to where you're sure when you come back. You're going to stand your ground. At least 90% of the time, you've given yourself the tools to not be phased by things that have forced you to shut down in the past. Mm-hmm. And just to stand your ground enough. Mm-hmm. Stand your ground enough to shut down the conversation in terms of, I don't like this, and you need to stop talking about it yeah. because you're hurting me. Mm-hmm. Whatever that looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for sharing that. I definitely am going to use that myself. It works in professional, too. Yeah. Setting the conversation tone. Mm-hmm. I forget sometimes that sometimes it's good to ask someone if it's okay to talk about certain things. Like when you get feedback or anything like that. That works in personal relationships just as well as professional relationships. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not just going to throw something at you. Right. Because <laughs> you never know what yeah. state people are in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or can I tell you something and then don't feel any need to react and then we can talk about it later. Right, right. I also want to give you that where I'm not going to surprise you or like come from left field. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I don't know. Some people have taken it in the past as being manipulative because I set the tone of what the conversation is, but I just want to set the tone for myself. Yeah. Um, not that they've actually told me it's manipulative, but later on it's like, well, you're telling me how she feels. No, I'm it's just, like, no, it's... I just telling you that I want the end goal that we're good. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Whatever that, right. I don't care if we have to trench through intention. hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we could trench through hell to get there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I gotcha. It's very interesting. It I think is. adults are very interesting. And I say that as if I'm not an adult. They're so interesting. It's crazy, like, growing up and being like, wow, like, y'all were really acting like you had it together, like, you knew everything and you don't know anything. Yeah. That's what I want to bring to if I'm ever a parent, and I do want to be, but I don't know if it's ever going to happen. Yeah. Um, I don't need anything from my kid. And I think there's a lot of expectations on what parents should do, and I think that sucks as a parent like I think that's a lot of pressure yeah but like shit I just want to know where my kid's at at any point in time Mm -hmm. because of my history it's totally because of how I was raised and it's not a diss to my parents they had a different upbringing yeah where they brought they did a lot for me they did so much for me and I can balance out both sides of it Mm -hmm. as they built me and they fucked me up yeah and that's hard for them to hear so if you ever hear sorry (laughs) yeah I just want to know where my kid's at I would want to know, I don't need them to love me at every point in time. I mean, yeah. I do, but kids at some point feel like they hate you fully. That's okay. Mm-hmm. I just want to know that. Yeah. I want to be able to take it. And I hope as a parent, I can just take that. Yeah. Yell at me. Yeah. And not. Yeah. And react. I might fuck up too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to fuck up a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I've been telling my, my sister with, with her son. She gets, she gets really freaked out about things she messes up on. And I'm like, you have to allow yourself to forgive yourself. Yeah. Because you're going to fuck up. And if you do that, as you'll long be better as, for and it. And like you've been saying, like as long as your intention is pure and it's there, at the end of the day, we're all humans with emotions and we're not perfect and we're going to mess up. And we can't always... I always say in my classes too, I'm like, let's set great intentions, but also don't set any expectations mm-hmm. because that kind of puts yourself in a box and that sets you up for failure. you know. And then you're so focused on avoiding... That, like or going for the expectation that you kind of forget about this whole other side of things and this whole other way of going about things that sometimes could work out for the better so intentions and self-reflection together make a great combo because you can learn from the actual movements and yeah. reactions and things you do yeah because you were true to your intention mm-hmm. and then just adjust how you react in the future and how you move in the future yeah 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 exactly. yeah yeah fuck yeah yeah Jesus. I'm a lot, sorry. <laughs> sorry, that was a lot. This is so much. <laughs> wow, this was a lot. Um, this is so much. How are you feeling? Are you okay? I feel great. <laughs> I feel wonderful. Good. Do you have anything else that is like burning in your mind that you want to share with the pod? You've been very generous with your time and I really appreciate you and you've been very open and honest. Oh my gosh, I, I know. Really appreciate you. You might need well. to cut out anything. Uh, just... Right now, from this moment, I'm gonna tell you what to cut out, and we're gonna cut that out too. Okay. <coughs> Maybe drug related. Okay. <laughs> Just that beginning part, I think, is the only time. Okay. When I said other things, go for it. Keep that in. Okay. Okay, back to the podcast. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, the only other thing I would say is just like, I don't know. This has been awesome. Yeah. Just in general, to you, I think this has been a great podcast, and I would just like you to know that you can come to me for anything. I appreciate it. As a, as a person who I think you know. Well, I'd like to let you know the same thing. I'm always here for you. Thank you. Yeah. I think this has made us better friends. Yeah, me too. I mean, we were already, like, talking about other stuff in the past, but, like, I don't know. Yeah. It's very interesting. We were talking about, like, building friend groups, going through friends, and I'm like, okay, Chloe, you're you're, you're good. Yeah. The fact that I can trust your intention, Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, there's boundaries of trust, but, like, I think it's important to have people that you know are not, I don't know, going to stab you in the back or do anything crazy. Yeah. And you're there. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Welcome course. to the 
crew. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the mental crew that I have. Yeah. You're like, there's one person here so far, but... Uh, there's like three. Like, That's good. That's there's like three. Yeah. But it's all been in the last like two, three years. It's kind of crazy. Uh, okay. No, there's one There's one from way before. Okay. Uh, actually, the friend that I told you about that's like a lot older. Okay. I got you. <laughs> there's a lot of like people that were like, yeah, and then there's that one person, then there's the other person. Yeah. Then there's that one person, yeah. But that's about it. Okay. Do you have anything to add? I feel like I talked a lot. I feel like we talked about a lot. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you allowed me a lot of space to talk. Do you have anything? I mean... That's the thing about this podcast. Like, I like having conversations, but I also like giving people the floor. I mean, it's my podcast. Like, there's some things that, like, I mean, I talk about everything on this podcast. So it's like, even if I think later, like, oh, I wish I could add that. I could make a whole episode about that. And, like, I don't know. So I wanted to allow you the space to, like, okay. share your stuff. But yeah, I really appreciate you for being on. Hopefully, you'll come back on. I feel mm-hmm. like that would be awesome. Especially once you get through the first one, it's kind of like weird and different. It's like at first, because it's like, here's a microphone. But after, I felt like we were just having a normal conversation. This is amazing. I didn't realize how relaxed it could be. Yeah. And no, I told you I wanted to have a podcast. A thing. Yeah. And it was literally just a conversation. Yeah. And something in my brain clicked where I would automatically cut out a lot of things that yeah. I wouldn't want to necessarily divulge, although I'm very open. Yeah. So I like it. Yeah. I'm ready to have my own podcast. Maybe. Hell yeah. Soon, soon, soon. I'm, you can, I'm you still can be, very... Well, you can be a guest like literally anytime. I feel like we should definitely do another one. I feel like we could have kept going for another like five hours. I know. I was literally thinking every few months we could just have our crazy, super Dude, deep talks. wait. Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm down for mm-hmm. that. I'm down. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be like a series. That I also, do. I don't know if you noticed, I really need to go to the bathroom. So I'm totally down to end it. <laughs> you can keep that okay. in. Um... Well, thank you guys for listening. Milan really needs to go to the bathroom, so we're going to end this. But thank you guys so, so much. Please let me know if you want to hear him back on again. Um, or if okay. you don't. Yeah, or I don't mind. Don't. I appreciate all feedback. Even if you guys don't want him back, he's going to come back. So sorry about that. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Milan, I'm trying to hype you up and you're not helping me. Oh, I'm the best person in the whole world, so only give me love, and if you give me any hate, I'm gonna dox you and find your ad. I'm just kidding. We're Uh, doing really good over here. All hugs. I almost just broke his mug, so we're gonna go. Thank you guys again. Rate this podcast five stars. If it's any other star, don't rate it, and I'll see you guys next Friday with another episode. Rate yourself five stars, too. Peace. Boom.